Welcome back to the League of Inches podcast. This is another NRL team season preview, this time featuring the Canberra Raiders. So shut yourselves in for this one. Uh, quite a bit to talk about. Obviously, some young talent, a lot of um, experience in the lineup still as well. Uh, we talk about the key ins and outs uh, for the Raiders, our reasons for and against a successful season, and our predicted finish as well. Uh, again, if you do enjoy the content, please make sure you click that uh, bell icon, however you're listening, just to make sure you get notifications when we do release our episodes and give us a rating as well. It does go a long way of helping support the page. Enjoy the episode. It's here, uh, the Cam Raiders, and it just looks it looks really clear. This one's a really good one, um, Jez. Uh, well done, the producer. The S's are going to the the kill you. <laughs> the S's are going to kill you, but the rest of it is really nicely done. So... Real credit and to the YouTube viewers, you, you should come back now. It's it looking really good again. <laughs> Adam, can you please well, go you just through get Adam your favorite coaches, we'll gains and losses? All right. Yeah, Zach that'd Hosking. be good as well, mate. I'm trying. I'm trying. Zach Hosking from Penrith. Uh, Simi Sasagi from the Knights. Sasagi. Morgan Smithers. Smithers from Wigan. <laughs> and KO Weeks from the Seagulls. Uh, the losses, Jared Croker to retirement. Go on. Off to, off to the Super League with Leeds. Great signing for the Leeds Rhinos. Brad Schneider, the Penrith. Harley Smith-Shields, the Titans. That one still annoys me. Semi Valemi. Is that his name? Malame. I know. I know. Malame, I just rolled yeah. off the tongue perfect. Semi Valemi. <laughs> <laughs> Semi Valemi to the Cowboys. And Jack Byton to the Rabbitohs. Um, yeah. What? Um, I that last one. I got it. nailed it. Yeah, no, you did a really good job with this. I think you should do these to, to the rest of the ones we have to do for yep. throughout the next couple of weeks. Um, look, there's no I've doubt a about it. Dinings in there, like for I know there are yeah. some of them are very short contracts, but there's a couple of a couple of good re-signings. They've put in Corey Hallsborough to 2027. Big. So that's nice. a big um, one. Sebastian Chris is obviously is high up on Ricky's list, so. They've yep. extended him for a, a quite some time as well. Hudson Young as well is very, very handy. Uh, he's through to, all three of those year. players are through to 2027. I think that'll be this will be Rapana's last year. I think he's actually come out and said that already as well. So yep. um, a swan song, see if he can make. They've got some good young players this year coming through the Raiders, which obviously don't appear up on the gains and losses list, but there is some good young talent coming through, even though I do, and I'll get into it, I think it'll be a tough year for the Raiders. Zach Hosking is a really good signing. I really like that signing for the Raiders. I think that – but when you look at signings, I look at how they fit into a team, and I think Zach Hosking will fit into this side um, more so next year. But, again, they needed to get him this year because uh, I think off contract this year is Whitehead. I don't think he'll get um, extended. I think he'll end up going back over to Super League and obviously maybe a bit of homesickness, et cetera. So they look to leave uh, – to move him back home and – Straight away, Hosking comes straight into that starting side. I don't know much about Sasagi, so Jez can say a bit more about him if he wants to. But Kyo Weeks will have the, the starting six spot um, to start the year and basically can cement that if it's basically his jersey to lose, in other words. So he could be a good signing. Um, I don't know. There was always talk with him at Manly, and every time Turbo got injured, they always used to just put someone else at fullback instead of him when – it just seemed like an easy straight stop. So maybe there's something behind the scenes that none of us know about why he wasn't getting starts when he should have at Manly. But if he's as good as what the talk is, he he will be a decent option at five eight. But obviously, no Jack White. He's a fullback. Yeah. Like he's. Um, Simi Sazagi. He 
he he will play a role. Like he he won't let you down. Um, he wasn't someone that was breaking the door down, but he also when he got his chance, he didn't really miss many tackles. He 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 can play a pretty good role. Yes, so whether or not it's a massive signing for the Raiders, but it might just be game time for him, so he can actually prove that he is a first grader. They obviously they obviously didn't want someone who was going to break the door down. They would have chased Matt Lodge, but um, <laughs> look, their games. Zach, Zach Hoskins. Um, I know Zach can play locally and stuff. I love, I love the fact that the League of Inches family is extending rapidly at the moment. Our growth is phenomenal, and I thank everyone for it. You have seeming to do whatever you can the last few <laughs> weeks to get a shutdown. Can you like? Can you calm down? Because we really need this this year. The proof. The proof's oh. in the pudding. The proof's in the pudding. It was charged for it. Okay, you can't deny. You can't deny facts. Yeah. I'm spitting facts. Now I'll spit some more facts. Zach Hosking. Um, you've nailed that one, Joel. Uh, I'm gonna have got a lot of time for the player and a bit of a journeyman and another player that wasn't given an opportunity at Newcastle when he probably should have been, but. I think he kind of overachieved in that Penrith team with what was around him last year. I think it's going to be a really tough year for Canberra team, which we'll get to later as well. But we're not going to see the best footballer out of Zach. And as you see, he's probably going to spend most of his time on the bench with Whitehead there. Obviously, Hudson Young as well. I think around that origin time, he might get a run of more minutes and see what he can do from there. Um, know nothing about Sasagi. Um, he couldn't break a lot of game time in a Newcastle team that was struggling for most of last season. So... Don't really see what he's going to do. Um, don't know the other guy from Wigan. Season before. Season before, was it? Yeah. And last year. They struggled halfway through last year. They only got good in that last 10 um, games. Remember? 10 in a row, baby. Yeah, that was that was 10 in a row to save their season. They were done. Um, so, and KO Weeks. <laughs> look, we've all heard about KO Weeks and what he can do. Um, I believe he's better fullback. There was rumours he was obviously going to take that fullback jersey off Turbo when he first came to that. Never happened. I'll give you my prediction, not whether whether they're going to finish. I'll give you my prediction on Canberra, and this is how Canberra's going to go. By round 10 or 11, just like obviously before that transfer window shuts, if our team, Joel, isn't smart enough to give someone else a run that they've already believed to have signed, they'll be chasing all they can to save their season and getting down there this year because they have not got enough experience in the halves. There's a lot of pressure going to be on... Who are you uh, talking about for those who don't know? Ethan Sanders from Parramatta. It's not a done deal yet. I'm hopeful he stays at Parramatta, but the rumour is he's signed for Canberra. Um, they'll be chasing him halfway through the year because they need someone. They've got some good young players coming through, but they needed one more in this game, and that was a genuine 5-8 halfback because there's a lot of pressure on the fog. Um, Jamal Fogarty, for those that know who the fog is, player that Parramatta missed out on. And he's obviously – he was great last year. I thought he was wonderful for him, but – Taking away Jack White, and I don't know how he's going to handle the pressure of being down the half. So they needed some more in that games to make up for those big losses. Yeah, no, I, I do agree I think, with that. Um, I think Fogarty, every time he played, that's when Canberra looked dangerous. Mm-hmm. So there was a couple of games there where he wasn't playing and they they had nothing in attack. But then you put Jamal Fogarty back in there and they were just so well organised and they could play some, you know, the term heads up footy. That's what he does. So that's what he brought to that Raiders team. I I, I highly rate Jamal Fogarty. Yeah. yeah they need an organiser because the thing is, and, and we can discuss it in a second, but they're going to have a lot of kids this year. There's going to be a lot, of, especially in the back line, there's going to be a lot of young talent that's either debuting or only five to ten games into their NRL career. So they'll need that steadying hand. 
in the Haas to sort of guide not just the forward pack, but this back line around, uh, around the park as well. So with that, that, that's who they have there with Fogarty. He, he will be able to do that. And he has a good kicking game. That's one thing that he does have is a, is a massive boot and can get him into corners, etc. So that's definitely a shine. Like they just need him to stay on the uh, field. He needs to play majority, if not all games next year for the Raiders to be any hope of avoiding a bottom four finish. Um, What's the finish position before we get too much more into the Raiders, boys? Um, I'll go through the oh, sorry, losses. Finishing the, the recruitment one, rating. Through the losses before we get the thing. The biggest thing here when you look at their losses is depth. They've lost three like halves. They've lost mm. Frawley, Snyder, and Whiten, and brought in a player from the games, a man that we've never seen play five eight in the top grade. So. You know, it's just some dumb recruitment. We haven't rated their recruitment yet, but I'm going to – you've almost forgot it. I'm going to rate their recruitment and give it about a four and a half because you've got to counteract what you've lost when you bring it in. I know we can talk about rebuilding as you've got some good young kids coming through, but losing someone like Jack Whiten, I know he wants to go, the same year you've lost, you know, someone like Jared Croco, who's played over 300 games, is this very dumb organisation by the club because you needed one of those players there to help bring these kids through, and that's where they've gone wrong. Like, you know, bringing through players like Ethan Strange, who's going to be a freak. Um, I've forgotten his name. Clysdale that played a big front rower. I can't remember his first name that played in New South Wales. He'll come into first grade this year as well. But like I said, they've got some good young players coming through, but they need some more experience to keep there to keep those players obviously shining. Rebuilding year. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. I think it's going to be a couple yes. of rebuilding years based on this and based on the the youth that's at the Raiders, I've given them a four for something similar, Adam, just around they're not replacing the people that they've lost in those pivotal positions and who's, you know, they, they need someone to lead that team around. It's going to fall on the shoulders of one bloke. That's I just don't know how that's going to go. I'll go five, but I think they get an extra half for me just because of the, I guess what we've been hearing about weeks for some time, I'm just hoping that we do get to see that because if we do see that sort of player, then it's a good signing, but that's a big if. Like We've seen clubs do this in the past, sign some of these young talent. has a lot writing about him, but for some reason, why would that club let him go beforehand? So there's a little bit of murky waters there, but I'll, I'll go off five. Um, the positives for the Raiders, I guess we've already spoken about it, I think just their young talent. And we've seen a lot the last probably – I think it's been about two years now. There's been a shift in the NRL where the young guy, young guns come through for teams. They sort of show no fear, and they just show some real enthusiasm um, to apply their trade, what position, whatever their position is. So I think that could be a good thing for the Raiders. They'll be able to come in and um, do the right thing there. What about you, boys? They've signed Corey Holsborough to 27. I like that. Sebastian Chris, I think he... He was someone that had a, a very up-and-down year. Um, I know the the game that they played at Newcastle, when he had the ball, he looked really dangerous. So I think if they can try and build around him a little bit more, they that could be an option for points. But, yeah, I, I like Hudson Young until 27 and Tom Starling as well. They're two really good players that... Um, you know, obviously went through the Knights system as well. So it's nice that they're they're locking those guys in and trying to build around them as well. I'll I'll touch similar. They are building for their future. 
I guess one of the biggest problems being a Raiders fan, I'm not a Raiders fan, but if I was a Raiders fan, is their coach isn't exactly a player who likes to build for the future. And when the going gets tough, Ricky gets going. So I guess they need to I stick like out that. this plan. And once again, it's the truth. It's the truth. He, he had this big rebuild plan at several there's clubs. A, there's now. your soundbite for this week, Joel. Yeah, 100%. It's a, it's a, like, right, you can't yeah, deny it. Like, they've got all these good young players coming through, um, which I touched on before, and they obviously are building for if you look at some of those re-signings and what they've brought in. But he's got to stick it out, and Canberra fans need to accept that it's probably going to be a tough couple of years for them, which if we're going to that part now, I'll say I've got them finishing 13th to 17th this year. So they need to stick with that and not be calling for that head, his head and put pressure on him to walk because he will walk and they don't need that. They don't need, they need the coach to stick around and obviously build these players through and some of these other off-contract players at the end of the year probably stick around as well. Like someone like Elliot Whitehead, I know he might go home, but stick around and obviously help nurture these younger players because they've lost a lot of experience. Yeah, no, they are losing a lot and that is the concern just of what they've lost and that what they've got coming through is obviously we're all we've all seen it and heard about it there is some quality coming through and if they can get sanders as well that's another quality 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 young player coming through but you need to be patient like as if i was a raiders fan you just really need to be patient with this group coming through and don't put too much pressure on them like it could be a tough year it probably will be more than likely be a tougher year this year I think they overachieved somewhat last year, so that sort of didn't help uh, what was going on. Maybe probably pushed their, didn't push their hand as much as they probably should have with some of these replacements, but I've got them 13th to 17th as well. Jez? Yep, 13 to 17. Just just quickly on that Sanders one, um, without turning to Paramount podcast, if I'm his manager, I know what I said earlier, but if I'm his manager, seeing the year that we think Canberra will have, I'm sitting back and saying, Ethan, stick it out at Parramatta. Don't announce anything yet. If Parramatta get a couple of injuries, like they don't in the halves, there's a fair chance he's going to obviously let his market go up. Then going to Canberra and potentially taking some absolute hidings and having a lot of pressure put on him when he comes in the halves. So although I predicted it, if they play it smart, I don't think he will end up there throughout the year. Managers don't care about that. They just see the dollar for signs. Correct. His, do- his dollar sign will majorly drop if he goes down this year, as opposed to building up and obviously re-signing for someone else or sticking it around the year after. True, true. Hey there, Joel from the League of Inches podcast. Just wanted to quickly say a massive thank you for taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. I really do hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did do so uh, and you want to support the page that little bit further, make sure you give us a follow and a like. It does go a long way supporting the page and helping us reach um, other people to listen to the podcast as well as giving us a like and a follow on all our social media platforms. We're available on all of them. Just type in League of Inches. It does go a long way. Finally, if you can just give us a rating for the podcast, uh, it will go a massive way of giving us a bit more support as well. So, Again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're going to be averaging about three to four podcasts a week minimum, so make sure you get around the page. Massive things coming up this year in 2024. Have a great day.